What is up, everybody? This is Joe Longo. This is the Inspired Creativity Podcast, and it has been a hot minute since I released an episode. After season one, I was planning and started to record some episodes. And to be honest with you, I was not feeling inspired or creative in any kind of way. We'll blame it on the winter. I just felt like I had nothing to share or say, so I didn't. I recorded four episodes with some amazing people, and I've just been holding on to them because I guess I was waiting for spring and for the renewal and that giant fireball in the sky to come back, and and thank God it's almost back. You know, we're playing this wonderful spring one day, winter the next, but we're getting there. I'm super happy to share these podcasts with you, these interviews. There's only four for, we'll call it season two. Maybe I'll, I'll talk to a couple people after these are released. We'll, we'll see how, how it goes, how I feel. Um, but I just want to be honest. I just haven't been motivated to, to do this. I've been really trying to focus on myself, um, which is new for me. Uh, and instead of trying to hide and just pile more work on me, I've decided to actually pull back all winter and just kind of chill and try to figure out what what do I want in life and what will make me happy what will make me inspired to to keep creating so I'm excited to see what the spring holds uh last weekend was an amazing weekend I got together with a bunch of yoga and fitness professionals at this amazing location in the Fishtown area of Philadelphia called the Iron Factory we created a whole bunch of awesome images and it really it inspired me and it got the creative energy moving around again and wanting to do more events like that and more group sessions. I really enjoy the group sessions because it's a great way to get new people out, meeting new people and allowing people to get a bunch of kick-ass images for a super, super sweet deal. So I decided to do another one really quick in the end of April, April 27th and 28th, over by the Man Center in Philadelphia. It's going to be a group session, two nights from 5.30 to 7.30 for sunset-ish, golden hour. You know, that sweet, sweet, beautiful light. But each evening is only open to five people. So if you want to be part of that, please head over to my Facebook page and grab your tickets. Or shoot me a DM and say, hey, I want to go. Or... I would say grab five friends and just make a night of it where it's just you and your crew and we create and probably go get some drinks. What do you think about that? So that's what I have going on. It's the end of April. Tickets are a hundred and I believe $25, $150. You get five images. It's going to be a great, great time. Great experience. So head to my Facebook page. There's the event is there. If you can't find it, cause you know, Facebook is Facebook. Just shoot me uh, email at Joe at Joe and I will get you all the information. So for this first episode back for season two, I'm talking with a local Philadelphia photographer, Lisa Schaefer. I love Lisa's work. I love Lisa. She's awesome. And we go way back to the MySpace days. And 
photographing bands in in bars which which we we talk, we touch on a little bit but i really wanted to talk to lisa just to share her and her story with all of you she's a single mom of two and she's been shooting the philadelphia music scene since the myspace days and documenting the hell out of it and she has this great event happening on sunday april 14th at 7 15 a.m she is going to be doing a group photo shoot of the philadelphia music scene and i'm, I'm on i'm on her the Facebook event page and you know sometimes I, I love Facebook I love it but sometimes it's just hard to find the information so Lisa's event it's a group session if you are a musician of any kind and you want to be in the, a group photo on the back steps of the art museum show up at 715 I would say show up at 7 just to be safe and it, it's in the back the back steps Lisa's done this before in 2009 and in 2014. It's super early in the morning, sure, but then you have your day. You can go get brunch and coffee with your friends. But this is a great way that Lisa has been documenting the Philadelphia music scene and just getting everyone to come out as a group of musicians all celebrating what it is that they love and capturing it in a sweet image. So if you are a musician or you just want to go and help Lisa support her, head over to her Facebook page, which is Lisa Schaefer Photography, and check out the event. Again, it's Sunday, April 14th, 7.15 a.m., the back, back, back steps of the art museum. So go check that out. Kick back. I'm happy to be back sharing these episodes with you. Enjoy my conversation with Lisa and... I will talk to you all next week. This is the Inspired Creativity Podcast. I'm with Lisa Schaefer, artist, photographer, DJ, mom. I love that. What else? Uh, record store employee record store employee exactly and so the record store employee that kind of just happened you walked into the record store and got a job that's exactly what happened (laughs) i don't have time to work at a record store i worked retail um from the time i was 13 and getting working papers in philadelphia until i was 30 and nine months pregnant with my daughter and those days sailed away Mm -hmm. and then I went record shopping in Chestnut Hill at Hideaway Music and the owner said hey do you want a job here and I said no (laughs) I own two businesses and raise kids and he said you know I'll give you cash at the end of your shift and cost on records and I said yes I will take the job (laughs) that's awesome so you've been a photographer forever Forever. Well, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, forever. You, you went to school. I went to school for, for art, um, photography, education. I was going to be an elementary school art teacher. Mm. And I would take my darkroom breaks at Grape Street Open Mic. Where did you go to college? I went to Community College of Philadelphia. And then I went to Arcadia. Oh, well, I went to Beaver College mm-hmm. and took one semester off to have a baby and came back like three months later and it was Arcadia. 
Oh, right when the change was happening. Right as the change was happening. So I have both names on my diploma by choice. Nice. Just because you wanted to have Beaver on there. I'm sorry. Because it was an (laughs) option. Sure. (laughs) Uh, Just because it was an option. And, Uh you know, I was very proud of going to Beaver College. Right. Um, What, can, can I ask what year that was? That I graduated from that, that Arcadia. Was hap- that Arcadia was happening. The grape night, the grape night, the Grape Street open mics. Oh, wow. Okay, so um, my son was born in November of two thousand. Um, I would go to the open mics and just kind of hang out. I was a WXPN radio listener and was a fan of Ben Arnold, who hosted the open mic. Mm-hmm. So I just loved music and would go and hang out and eat a sandwich and have one beer and then go back to school. So that was probably 99, 2000. Were you on your break from school taking pictures of the bands then? Did that start Not yet? yet. No, it didn't start until um, after my son was born and um, not having the best marriage, I would just kind of go out to open mics and bring my camera to give me something to do. Mm -hmm. So interesting. I don't know if you know this. When I was getting divorced, I did the same thing. (laughs) And I think that's probably how we met, but it was MySpace before the the land of Facebook. I had a fear of leaving my my stoop in Northeast Philadelphia where I grew up um, with my camera because I didn't know where to go Mm. and I didn't know what to photograph. And so I would go to a park around the corner and then come home and try to be creative with self-portraits or nature. But I just was really shy Mm -hmm. and intimidated by the outside world Uh (laughs) that it was hard for me to think outside of the box. Uh, Yeah, I kind of fell back. Not even like I ever expected to have like a regular corporate-ish type job. Right. It just happened. And then I was in that groove. And then once the marriage started falling apart, I couldn't, I ended up getting a blood clot in my leg and couldn't go to Peru. And I had this camera. I'm like, now what am I going to do? I guess I'll start taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And I would, literally, I would go out to all the clubs alone with my camera and just hang out and this sounds bad. Drink alone. That's what I did. <laughs> and, I'm, a, I'm a complete loner. And take pictures of the bands. And it was like, wow. And then I started, like, that depression started going away. I'm like, oh, wow, dumbass. You should have been creating for those five years. I, I wonder if, and I, I know this a lot, or I see it a lot, but if hiding behind a, a lens or a camera is what, and still, like, having a purpose of being social um, is how some people start their careers. I think so. I still, like, I love being alone. I'm a Pisces. When's your birthday? I'm a Taurus. I'm in uh, May. Aha, May. Um, so I like, like, I'm a big dreamer. Like, I have these big ideas. But Same. I also am, like, really shy yep. and need to kind of, like, totally be alone sometimes for just a long time just to kind of regroup before I can go out there but if there are things like events happening I'll take my camera just so I feel safe definitely because I know I can hide behind my camera Mm -hmm. like if I don't 
because I'm so bad at the whole. So hey, how are you? What do you do? You know, just a whole small talk sure. stuff. But if I know I have my camera, most likely someone will say something about my camera, and I can hide behind it. And then you have um, conver- it's like a conversation starter. Yeah. Um, myself walking into you know now that I photograph weddings but walking into like a room with like 200 people and having to talk to all of them Uh um, I become a vendor so I'm kind of like this person that either people don't want to approach or they want to tell me how cool my camera is Uh uh-huh and you probably take good pictures because of your camera as well (laughs) I love that one you must take great pictures with that camera or they say did you get anything good I get that all the time (laughs) And I go, no, I didn't. No, I didn't get anything. I hope so. Or I say yes. And then it, I seem very confident mm-hmm. um, there. And this is something that I do. And I'll have conversations with people and then song lyrics. Pop, I speak in song lyrics uh-huh. a lot. And it's, it's just a weird, quirky music nerd thing about me. Mm-hmm. But we're having this discussion about being in a you know a room and being alone and feeling alone and being a loner and i like instantly have a song in my head what song Um, song? it is a song by um past philly local lily broussard and i forget the name of the song because it was probably 15 years ago but there's a line in the song that says standing in a crowded room feel all alone Mm. and even though you're talking to people, it's like you're celebrating other people's accomplishments and you're just kind of like a fly on the wall. I'm a, I'm a professional people watcher. Uh-huh. Yes. A professional observer. <laughs> yes. I say that all the time. I'm just watching everybody. I like but I'm to be very quiet. friendly. Mm-hmm. But I'm also very shy. Yes. Totally. And no one would pick up on that. Right. Unless I told you or unless you go, oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would much rather be the party than have to go to the party. Like, I would yes. rather be, either be, the, like, me be the center of attention. Oh, I don't want to ever not, be the center of attention. <laughs> or not, or no. not at, at all, which is really interesting. Um, and it makes going to parties or just things, like, really hard. And I joke around, like, it's just walking out of the door and mm-hmm. then into the pl- wherever I'm going. Right. And then once I cross over, like, that, the doorway, I'm like, okay. I'm good. Right. But it's that space in between. My head just starts talking. It's like, just stay home. Just sit on your couch. It'll be, oh, that's what I usually <laughs> do. So much better. Me I too. stay home a lot, especially lately, because it's freezing cold outside. Yes. I do that a lot in winter. I'm just like, I'm just going to hibernate. You'll see me mm-hmm. in March. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, what was the first concert you photographed? Oh, that's a really tough question. The first concert was probably from going to the open mic. It was probably Ben Arnold at Grape Street Pub right before it closed the first time and moved. And my photos came out terrible. They were film or digital? Digital. Mm. I bought a camera from a wedding photographer who was selling his fixed lens camera. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I got it fairly cheap. And. I just remember calling him from a phone booth. <laughs> a phone booth. A phone booth and saying, okay, there's a lot of movement. Mm-hmm. How do I do this? Because it, even though it had manual features with a fixed lens, there's not much you can do. Mm-hmm. And his advice to me was, place the camera on the table 
or like on a surface that's a little higher and as soon as the song is over then click because they'll they'll stop moving Oh. And I said, that's a terrible idea, but I'll try it. <laughs> because you can't use flash in venues because right. it's distracting, even though some photographers do, and it drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and everyone else in the room crazy. Especially even if you take a picture with your phone and a flash, everyone's eyes go to you. Yeah. So you don't do that. Yeah, turn your flash off, everybody. Shut your flash off. You, you don't You don't need it. <laughs> you don't need it. Um, you lose your artistic value. You do. You do. Um, well, the advice was terrible um, <laughs> from, from the wedding photographer. Um, but he just wanted you to be steady. That's all. Just he, just wanted, he just wanted me to be steady. And because I called him and asked for his advice. Right. Which now he calls me and asks me for advice. Isn't that awesome when that happens? <laughs> it's really awesome. Like, this is great. Because then I said, oh, I could use my skills that I learned in college, everything from learning how to take a photo and with film and manual everything, um, but also from composition and light and darkness and mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, all the good things Art that school. actually make an image come to life. And so now I consider myself a fine art photographer rather than a technical, mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about my camera. I don't want to talk about what kind of lenses I'm using. Right. I just want to like paint with my camera. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I feel the same way. People ask me things. I'm like, honestly, I, I really don't know anymore. My mm -hmm. thumb knows what it's doing. Yep. My index finger knows what it's doing. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. And it's just like to think to be like, oh, well, I'm going to overexpose or underexpose. Like, okay. No, it just. You just know. Yeah. And then it's a lot of trial and error because you probably just kind of fiddle around with it and change things and not even know what you're doing mm -hmm. because it's so natural now. Yeah. Which I love. I, I love, love that too. Um, my first concert that I photographed was G Love and Special Sauce at the TLA because I didn't know anything. So my I second just. second concert was G Love. Yeah? Yeah. And I just figured, whatever. He's Philly. I'm living in Philly. Why can't I just send a message? And it was like the beginning of email. Uh -huh. So I was like, hey, can I come to the show and shoot it with my Pentex K1000 all <laughs> manual with film? This will be great. Um, oh, okay. Then I have another, I have another first. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I went and I was so embarrassed. Because, you know, a lot of times with the TLA, they don't have the barrier. Mm -hmm. But for G-Love, they did have the actual photo pit. Okay. And it was my first time going into a photo pit. And literally, I had this, like, it was, I think it was a, like a K-1000. It was an old Pentax with, like, like that bad kit lens that used to come on those bad cameras. And I walked into the pit, and I was so happy sure. to be there. And then I saw all these guys around me that had, like, 12 cameras over their shoulders. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be fun. <laughs> and I was just so intimidated. See, now I want to tell you all my, my horrible starting stories. <laughs> yes, please, share the starting. Uh, I quit a job. Uh, because I wanted to see a band called Moxie Fruvis mm -hmm. that were from Canada. Mm -hmm. And this was probably 99 and I was still in college and I was shooting with my Pentax K1000 because that was the only camera I had that my mom gave me. And I quit the job, went to Borders, showed up to take photos and um, took some great photos. Probably one of the coolest band shots I ever took because they like posed for me and I loved them so uh -huh. much. 
and then I um, opened like my camera like hit a wall or something and it just like exposed all the the film that was in there and <laughs> there's streaks. Uh. I still have the prints and there's like big light streaks through my photos <laughs> so that was my first concert um, one of my other first concerts which kind of goes back to the the photographers in the pit mm-hmm. and I don't know what number it is but I photographed the Philly Music Awards Oh, that sounds like it was maybe fun. At the Electric fun. Factory. <laughs> and it was like um, a bunch of local bands that I actually now know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was Chubby Checker and Charlie um, Gracie and all these people. Uh-huh. And I was so excited because I had a photo pass and there was this guy in the photo pit that was an old gentleman. And he held my hands and said, I don't know you. And I said, oh, and I, this was with my fixed lens camera. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Lisa Schaefer. And this is my first gig. And he said, this is my last gig. No he said, way. He said, I'm a film photographer and I can't keep up with you kids. And he held my hands and he said, my advice to you is never stop shooting because you don't have to and you're going to miss something if you do. So that's what I did. I had the best time. Um, I my memory cards were very small because that's what they were in 2004 Mm -hmm. and I put them in my pocket and then they fell out of my pocket and (laughs) I realized that I had no like whatever I had like five photos on the current memory card that was in my camera and I couldn't find the other ones so Uh, I called Electric Factory because they had like all my cool chubby checker photos and mm -hmm. all these photos of these bands that I wish I knew who was there right because I have no idea Mm -hmm. um other than them saying, oh, I played that show. Right. Because I had no uh, photographic proof. And so my hope is that whether those photos came out or not, that whoever cleans the electric factory sweeped it into a, a dustpan and threw it away. Because <laughs> <laughs> then uh, no one could ever claim right. my photos yeah. of these Philly artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I um trial and error right that's all it is it's like just throw stuff on the wall see what sticks mm-hmm. um but yeah I had a lot of fun at that G Love show and the show was great and I remember leaving thinking I don't ever want to go see another concert again like yes. a normal person right like buying a ticket because I literally just had the best seats in the house and was like part of it and everything it almost ruined concerts for me yep. because i'm like how can i get a pass how can i get better access how can i you know just keep oh. going and i'm like this is great and then i started to be like all right how can i is there a way to make money taking pictures this is, of bands this, is, this, you're, you're, <laughs> this is a mirror right now i went to see the white stripes at whatever like the Weeder Center, or whatever, whatever they called the it at Camden the time, places at the time, and I sat really far back, and I was just watching as right before the concert started, all the photographers going up to the front, and this is like still 2004, mm-hmm. or even maybe even earlier than that, and I was like, how do, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I don't want to sit back here. This is not what I want to do. I want to be them. Yeah. How do I do that? So then I figured out how to do that. Right, and it really isn't that hard, people. Just don't tell them that. Okay. <laughs> Send me a message if you're listening and you I'll tell you. You have to hold your own though. You do have to hold your own. And it's hard because neither one of us are tall people. 
And I, that's a good thing, though. It is, but seriously, I feel like every photographer is like six five. Yes, except for <laughs> they could be six five. I'm never in anyone's way. Uh, right, but <laughs> they're all like I get in the fit. And I'm like Jesus, guys. Seriously, you're all so tall. I'm so tiny. But your photos will be different from them. Well, right. But it's that like. Yeah, it doesn't bother good, me. Good I like it. Good elbow out of my way. Um, I photographed mountain jam once and i can't think of his name but he's like one of those old school legendary music photographers that'll pop into my head he's shot like all of the like jam bands but i can't think of is he local no he's i think an la guy but he's short like us okay and he had a little one of those little pop-up step stools that he brought with him and i'm like that that's that's, that's brilliant because he was just Need it. And some of those stages, like they're giant. Yeah, like, I photographed Live Aid, and I'm like, this is this is a bummer because the stage is giant. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. You just back up. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, man, can I be like three inches taller? Yeah. Um, How tall are you? Maybe five eight. If okay. I'm lucky. Well, I have eight inches under you. Right. Ah, yeah. You do have that. Mm-hmm. Um, is the folk fate the folk fate folk <laughs> festival stage one of those giant ones or is it more reasonable? The folk festival photo pit is giant, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to stand up close to the stage, right? Yeah, even though that's what most of the photographers do, because mm-hmm. everybody wants to get you know the really up close shot, mm-hmm. which they forget about the other members of the band. Right? Who's the bass player? I, we, I know. Why do we need him? <laughs> um, but those guys are important too. Right. And right. they're usually the musicians that play in other bands. Mm-hmm. So you can. And are of, the fun social ones that actually. They are like, the fun social ones. <laughs> enjoy hanging out and just be like, oh, wow, you're they're just the real normal people. dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, what. I'm just going to kind of throw random no, I love questions it. off to you okay. and see what happens. What is your, what's the, like your favorite <laughs> concert music experience, photographing experience? Oh, folk fest, everything folk fest, because it's not just the stage, it's behind the scenes. It's and you get to, you get free roam. I like get you free get, roam. I earn free roam. Which is um, so great when it happens. It's so great. But I've been going to the Philadelphia Folk Festival for 22 years. I've been photographing it for maybe 16 now. Wow. Yeah. So now I'm one of the official photographers for the Philadelphia Folk Song Society rather than a publication. Although the last couple of years I've worked for The Key on mm-hmm. WXPN. Because um, John Batiste could not make it, uh-huh. so he passed the opportunity on to me, which is super sweet. Yeah, it it really changes when you have that access. Yes, just it's a whole new yeah enjoyable world. I remember the first time. Do you remember the first time you were allowed to photograph on the stage? anywhere like just that first experience where you're like yes i'm on the fucking stage (laughs) i've never been like a fangirl so 
like I own two autographs mm-hmm. um, by this and they're by the same person. Um, well, you have to tell us who Donovan. Okay. Yes. So uh, once in 1996 from Tower Records on South Street, mm-hmm. which I think I got my driver's license so I could go see him. <laughs> and the second time was um, 2016 at the Keswick, and a friend of mine took an album that I colored of his backstage and had him sign it so I didn't actually see him. Nice. Yes. Uh, back to the other question. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no. I'm. I'm. See, you're throwing things off of me, and I'm <laughs> taking them to the other places because my brain is so random, and I forget what the question was. Best concert experience, folk yes, fest. Yes. Yes. And then we'll um, get onto the stage. Another really important thing, and this was kind of a very memorable concert experience for me, was at the Electric Factory, and I don't remember what year, but it was Amy Winehouse. And it's all about how you treat people Mm -hmm. is how you get far. And I walked up to security because there's always rules at venues and every show is different at every... Mm -hmm. Depends who's on stage. And I went up to security and I said, you know, what are the rules rather than stepping on toes? Mm -hmm. And he said, first three songs, which is a typical scenario and I said okay and then I like he was looking all tough sitting on a stool and I said you know do you work a lot of shows and started asking him about himself and asking him what his favorite show was and made him you know get out of his tough guy Mm -hmm. personality and we had a real conversation before the show and there were a lot of photographers pushing trying to get that shot mm-hmm. going up to the front of the stage because that stage is probably the highest stage mm-hmm. that I've been to uh, in Philly and as all the photographers are getting pushed out of the photo pit after the third song he stopped me and told me I could stay uh. and I got to photograph the entire show which is amazing so mm-hmm. it went from 30 people in the photo pit to just me and it was the day before Amy Winehouse fell down the steps in New York and lost her tooth oh wow so I have all her teeth in her mouth (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome yeah um yeah it's uh it's memorable but again you know it's not just your Ability to take photos, it's how you treat people. Yeah, I would always go up to those guys and be like, Hey, I'm Joe. Right. How are you? And just introduce myself just so I'm not that cocky person. Right. Okay, that's a curse. There's a lot of some of them. Yeah, we can curse. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to be that asshole. No, definitely not. Um, there's then, a lot of them. Yes. And there's been a lot of times where I didn't have all access. But the guy was nice enough, like at the TLA or one of those places, and just be like, go ahead, you can hop up real quick, you know, and like let me get up on the side. Mm-hmm. Like, Thank you. And it, it really does go to show. Just be nice, like and talk to people. You have to. Another really memorable show I photographed, I was nine months pregnant at the TLA for a sold out show with Old Crow Medicine Show. And every single person that worked there was like offering me water trying to get me from one side of the stage to the other (laughs) and i was i was due like two weeks later and they were startled by me wow i would be (laughs) as well 
it's 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 a tight place sometimes in the photo pit especially if it is nine months pregnant especially when you're trying to get from <laughs> upstairs to downstairs but nothing ever stopped me or mm-hmm. or still does right that's awesome well, you know i don't know if you've ever seen photos of me at the folk fest with my daughter on a backpack mm-hmm. and i'm carrying a you know five pound lens right you gotta that's, do what you gotta do that's so awesome thanks so the kids are music fans i'm guessing no no <laughs> come on nope um, are we allowed to talk about the kids i oh, know sure. that, that, that your son sometimes has some fun rules that you're like oh he, i'm not, he's not allowed gonna to listen do to this <laughs> so he did he i was on the radio last night and he did send me a text which i'm sure his dad had him do saying good luck tonight Aww. but i'm sure he didn't listen uh-huh yeah um, and you've always been a music fan. It's just forever. Been, it's just been in you. It's in me. Uh, I was raised that way. Mm, that's awesome. Um, all right. So I'm circling back. Okay. First time on the stage. Working? Working. Okay. Yeah. Not performing. <laughs> no, but... I've never performed. <laughs> but I, I've been on stage with Slayer just to like sit on the ground and watch a show. <laughs> She wouldn't guess that. No, I would have never That's guessed that. That's a story Slayer. for another podcast, but it's pretty awesome. Um, viewers or listeners ask <laughs> me about my Slayer story sometime. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories of all time. Um, probably big shows, probably Folk Fest, since that was one of my first starts. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if it was a local band or if it was somebody else, but just the angles and trying to like photograph through a guitar strap and a body Mm -hmm. and trying to like get the audience in the shot too. It's a challenge. Yeah. (laughs) Best comment from a musician about you not photographic, like best thing a musician may have said to you before, after a show. Hmm. Probably, I forget who said it, but it was like somebody told me that I was just as talented as the people I photographed. Ah, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Do you sing when you're in the pit? No, but I dance. Ah, <laughs> I love to sing. And I have no idea how I never drop my camera. Do you ever <laughs> see photographers that are in the photo pit that are so serious? Yeah. Do they love their job? No, I don't think they love I mean, maybe... It's like why why are you so serious? Mm-hmm. I I miss that. Like going out to shows and as much as I used to. Why did you stop? Uh, old, lazy, like to be alone. No. No. <laughs> um I don't know. I try to like if I go to see a show now if it's someone I really like, I might send a message and be like, hey, any chance I can come shoot the show? Um, but I just, I don't know. I feel like it's not, I love it, but I really have to either really be a fan of the band yes. to want to put the effort, yes. which sounds bad. No, it doesn't. Um, no. It's, you know, I was, I was listening to um, some... And this is something I've been talking about with um, a friend of mine who I'm getting ready to help him with a a Philly music documentary, Mm -hmm. um, Mike Gallagher. And we were talking about 
just the Philly music scene over the last 10 years. And there's so many bands that moved away mm-hmm. and they had my heart or they broke up. And so my most of my photography is the Philly music scene. It's less of mm-hmm. the national big names. I can photograph them if I want to, but I also have to pay my bills and right exactly and make a living and so it's harder as I get older to do things for free so there's also I don't want to say there's a lacking of bands that I'm absolutely in love with because that's not true but it's been a while since I've really been excited about new music mm-hmm. um Philly local new music yeah. to the point where you know of course I have tons of albums and I know all the songs but I was listening to The Great Unknown today mm-hmm. and they haven't been a band in at least 10 years right and they were just you know they they won my heart back then mm-hmm. but lately i have a new favorite philly local band that i'm really excited about who are they who are uh, they ali awan ali awan he's playing the free at noon on friday okay and, uh just such a killer songwriter great songs great band great band members everybody's just like top notch mm-hmm. and i'm really excited about it and i'm excited to be excited about it again that's awesome yeah yeah i see i kind of feel the same way and i'm all, I, I don't put myself out there like before i would just be like it's friday i have nothing to do i'm just gonna go to the north star or i'm just gonna go to johnny north brenda's yeah. right that giant shoe box is what it was like yeah. stinky shoe box <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I don't, like, I'm actively not going out mm-hmm. and it's funny. A change couple, it. Right. I should it's change so it. It's so easy to change I know, it. but it's so late at night. No. <laughs> you find the shows that are not so late That's at what night. I need. Like, I need, like, matinee shows. Maybe not that early. No, But a not good, like, Go to eight o'clock show. <laughs> and I'll I be can, there and then I can get camera. that senior buffet you can. at four. You can have I'm, coffee. And I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm gonna inspire you, Joe. But that probably really is why, because like I remember the last time that my friend Garen was in town, he played at the Grape Street. He was like, "Hey, I'm around." I called, and so, is Scooter still there? Maybe at the Grape Street. I, don't know. I think he was like, I think I called and Scooter answered, and he was like, "Yeah, you can totally come play." And I was like, "Oh, I'll come," because I mean, obviously, it's right down the street. I'm like, "What time are you going?" He was like, "Well, you know the drill, ten thirty. I'm like, "So like eleven thirty? That's so late." <laughs> that's late. But um, you know what? Take a nap. Right. That's what I have to drink do. some coffee. But I have to drink coffee at like eleven. That's okay. <laughs> do it and um, then went and try it once and see if you still have the thrill right because you don't have to do it again no not but at you'll all. be really happy that you did i think it's interesting think? i think so <laughs> i'm never retiring oh i don't ever want to retire from taking pictures no the, just the type of pictures that i take will change being a freelance photographer and like you know trying to work my ass off I will never be able to retire because I don't have a retirement plan. And, and I'm not married, so I don't have anybody's pension to fall back on. Right. Um, it's just me and my kids, mm-hmm. and um, I, I can never retire. But you don't want to retire. No, but, you know, I don't want to work till I'm 
you know, oh, same. Like I joke around, I'm like I can't keep photographing like these yoga festivals because it's like I'm doing a million squats in the day because I'm literally I'm squatting up and down. I'm like I can't. My body just doesn't want to do this well, anymore. That's, yeah, and I, I mean I have. There's a lot of things that you know I'm very. Um, I'm on social media. Like you know I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a big presence on social media, um, but there's a lot of things that I don't post that pay my bills. Right, same. Like, like corporate and uh, headshots and realtor photography and all the other stuff. Yeah. Um, but it is all stems back from the very beginning and, and college. Mm-hmm. It's not as interesting. Sure, it's all interesting. But I do the same thing because mm-hmm. it's just like this isn't stuff that I really, the type of work that I really want to do. No. But, I mean, I, I do. Well, yeah, but you know what but I mean? It, I, like, it's the work that helps wants me to, pay the bills. Nobody wants to yeah. see the photos oh. of, you know, the clean bathroom. Right, exactly. Like, look at this pretty living room. Right, no. <laughs> it just isn't, isn't there. Um, if you had to pick, mm-hmm. what's your favorite thing? To photograph. I was going to ask you that question. I know yours, though. Um, I Do think, you? I think so. <laughs> yoga? Sometimes. The, I have a love-hate you, with you, yoga. You put a lot of love into it. I do. And I, I see do. that. And it's my favorite thing to view of yours. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. And I like your it's, other stuff, too, but there's something very personal and something very um, stylistic and unique that makes it yours. Thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. that. And it's just, you know, it happens when you do it. And I love it. It's just the whole idea of the industry sometimes bothers me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. Right, sure. I think it's everyone with any sure. industry that'll happen. Um, my favorite thing is um, the Philadelphia music scene. I love my people. I love my friends. They're friends. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I will say that 90% of my friends are have been my client at one point. And there's a trust and I love the behind-the-scenes stuff. I love like seeing them on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gotten to the point where if I walk into a show and there's a microphone in, someone, in front of someone, they make eye contact with me and they get very excited. I'm there on stage. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but it's sweet. Right? Um, yeah. But and it, I'm sure it's, it's family. So right, and it's so nice to watch how everyone has grown over oh, the years. Yeah. You and, know, and come into the, yes. the musicians that they yeah. are but today. Uh, Philadelphia music has my heart. Yeah. Speaking of Philadelphia music, yes, April, right? It's happening. April fourteenth. April fourteenth. Sunday, seven thirty a.m. That's <laughs> right. So, if you are, yep. can anyone come? Any musicians? Any musician? Anyone in the industry? So, it's the Philadelphia music scene group photo. Like a class photo. Like a class photo. Um, yeah, like a class photo. Uh, on the art museum steps. The back steps of the, the back art steps. museum because you never know who's going to be up smart, front. Smart, smart. There might be a marathon, but not in the back. Right. Um, and this, this is, you've done this before. I did this 10 years ago and I did this five years ago. Wow. And, but this idea came from, didn't someone, did someone do this way back in the day? This was the, I guess it's the, grandchild of inspiration off of um, the photo of the jazz musicians in New York City. Ah, okay. Yes. And I'm going to kind of circle back to North Star Bar 
in 2008, I was having a conversation with Chris Casper at the Andrew Lipke show. It was um, happening at the North Star Bar. And Chris and I were having a drink and looking around and it was a winter afternoon. And we just said, wow, like everyone we know is here. Like there's a lot of our friends here. Uh-huh. And I said, how cool would it be to have them all in one photo? Cause that's how I think. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah. and he said, you should make that happen. And I said, I'm gonna make that happen. So Christmas Eve was the scheduled date in 2008 uh-huh. that I was gonna get all the Philly musicians together. There was no Facebook. It was text messages, emails, MySpace. And whoever decided to show up um, would get in the photo. It was just kind of like, let's an experiment. Mm-hmm. So a hundred, well, no, I'm sorry. Um, it snowed that day. There was an ice storm and I showed up with Christmas cookies because obviously it was canceled and mm-hmm. I tried to reach out to as many people as possible, but I would say 10 people showed up uh-huh. and I handed out Christmas cookies and gave them an invite to be on Robert Drake's Christmas uh, live broadcast singing Christmas carols on the radio and everybody <laughs> took me up on it so we all trekked over to um, World Cafe Live and the XPN studios and we sang on the radio mm-hmm. that's fun and he gave me a little interview and then I was like I needed a new date right away at that moment so I was like Super Bowl Sunday <laughs> 7 30 a.m. because Parking is free, mm-hmm. the lighting is perfect, and there's nobody running up the steps thinking they're rocky. Right. We did it on the front steps at that point. And it was really cold, but I think 123 people showed up, which was pretty impressive mm-hmm. without having um, like event pages on social media. Right. Um, did it again in 2014. Um, maybe in April, so it was a little warmer. And I had 215 people, um, thanks to, again, John Batiste from The Key, um, advertising for it and trying to say the Philly music scene is bigger than just the singer-songwriters that we play on the station. It's Mm -hmm. everybody. It's whoever wants to come. And there were some pretty amazing people that showed up. Um, You know, some coming in from New York, not sleeping the night before. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind Being of rock stars. Oh, every nobody. Every <laughs> I can't tell you how many people complain to me about the time. Uh-huh. And if you don't want to be in the photo, don't come. Right. I'm not doing this for any other reason than my love for the scene, mm-hmm. and to be able to give people the opportunity to network with each other, and um, it's it's a labor of love. So it's happening again this year. Happening again, Sunday. April 14th. Hopefully the weather is awesome. Mm-hmm. So and you do this all on your own. I do it all on my own with a little bit of help from like um, Jane Tui, who's a folk fest photographer, helps me kind of organize people and make sure everyone can be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually but have- you don't have any like outside sponsors helping no. throw anything no, it's just at me. you. Like, I don't know if you're listening, anybody out there. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like it would be something fun for like one of the like a beer place. (laughs) You know, like someone that's brewing beer. Right. Any of you Philadelphia breweries? Beer, music, Philadelphia. Right. Hook her up. Pay because I'm not getting paid. I sell prints. Right. Um, but 
pretty much at cost. You know, I might make like a dollar or two for shipping because mm-hmm. um, I bought tubes uh-huh. like 10 years ago <laughs> and I just want to be reimbursed for my tubes. But again, I don't make money off of it. It's just a labor of love. Right, right. So Philadelphia musicians <laughs> and anyone that wants to help sponsor Lisa, I think, it, I mean, I've gone to like regular, see, this is You're the Pisces. Come, right? Yeah, I'll totally come. Cool. This is the Pisces in me, just the way my brain goes, where mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, well, of course, I was just at a, an opening of a gym and Evil Genius was like, gave cases of beer for the party. Like somebody, if anybody wants to like, why not boxes of coffee? Right, and, like, then, sh- and then no one will complain Wawa. about Come the on, time. Come on, Wawa, you're Philadelphia. <laughs> no one will complain about the time if they show up and they get a free cup of coffee. Right? I bet you. I bet you. I'm not worried someone. about me. Yeah, I'm but worried, everyone else that I'm shows worried about up. The people that that bitch and complain. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the light, people. It's for the light. No one understands. And you get to park for free. <laughs> Last uh, 2014, I locked my keys in my car. Nice. And so everyone out to breakfast, and I was waiting for AAA. Mm. AAA should sponsor me. AAA, <laughs> a local, you know, maybe Fairmount I, restaurant. Hint, I, hint. <laughs> right. I think I think we're heading to Sabrina's. Uh, again, 2014. I showed up after I got in my car mm-hmm. and uh, walked in, and the restaurant was filled with uh, Philly musicians. And the host looked at me and said, "Are you guys all together?" <laughs> and I said, um, "Yes." And she said, you all look alike. Hippies. Hippies. <laughs> Those long hairs. <laughs> you guys all have red eyes. Oh, that's so much fun. Yeah, I'll definitely come. Please. Um, that would be great. So, yes, to, musicians, to... Uh, venue owners, promoters, photographers, but leave your cameras at home. You Just mean I come. can't come and shoot you shooting? Oh, you can with your phone. Okay. But... I'll phone it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's nice to just kind of have the big print. And yeah. Not have somebody trying to kind of like say, look. Right. It's, it's Here's my, my angle. It's my brainchild. <laughs> it's all um, I have. And XPN helps get the word out. XPN helps, absolutely. Um, Hal Real from World Cafe, he was in the shot. Um, yeah, whoever wants to come that feels like they're part of the scene, you are more than welcome. Every genre, no exclusions. Yeah, all of the music. And if it's more than 215, awesome. If it's less, awesome. Doesn't matter. Did you bring a big giant ladder with you? I bring a step stool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think the last two years, my dad has held it for me so I didn't fall. That's good. It is good. Need a big bucket truck. Lift you up. <laughs> that would be cool, too. <laughs> but four steps is good. Yeah. And I can fit it in my car. It's so interesting, this whole 10-year um, thing that's mm-hmm. going on. So I was looking back and at old music photos from 10 years ago that are on my Facebook page. I'm right. Like, wow. Yeah. Like it's amazing it's changed a lot and it's constantly changing Mm -hmm. and there's constantly really amazing people coming onto the scene and kids and it's it's cool and then and then those people that were super talented 10 years ago i don't call them um old they're seasoned 
but a lot of them are that. not old. Right. Um, they're just they become part of the seasoned musician club, mm-hmm. and they get more opportunities, and it's just it's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just what happens, you it's know, when happens. you actually it's learn life. your craft. Yes, mm-hmm. this life experience, and we learn to move on and make things better. Better. Yeah, I don't think there's ever going to be a top of the ladder for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, I never want to get there. Right, because then where do you go? Where do you go? So I'm just kind of like climbing, trying you not as- to climb down. Were you a Seinfeld <laughs> watcher when Seinfeld was on? Uh, not really. Okay. I saw some episodes. There's an episode where Kramer has a fake job. Okay. Where he goes into an office, but he's not getting paid. He's not even hired to be there. And at one point, Jerry gets very upset that Kramer's not around anymore because he's always working. And Kramer's just like, I'm just trying to get ahead. Just trying to get ahead. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Just trying to get ahead. That's it. Keep, keep doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and enjoying it. And you, never, you never want an ego in your, in your business. You always have to be humble. Uh-huh. And I think that if you feel like you need to get to a certain place... You know, I just want to pay my bills. I want to. I want to raise my kids. I want to love my job forever. Mm-hmm. That's all I ever, ever wanted, and I am living the dream. Yeah, it's a nice space to be in. It is, and it's... now, even though I'm not a musician, I get to play music. Right, you're a DJ. I'm a DJ. <laughs> all vinyl. All vinyl. All vinyl. Um, Which I grew up in an eight-track family. Oh. So I've only been collecting vinyl for three years. <laughs> and it's kind of ridiculous how much, how many records I have. I'm sure. Yeah. And you DJ at Johnny Brenda's? I DJ at Johnny Brenda's. Um, lately, I've been there once a month, but not on a regular like routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm there every other month, the third Sunday brunch. So I'll be there again in February. I don't know the date, but... Mm-hmm. Look at your calendar. <laughs> Third Sunday brunch, 12 to 4 at Johnny Brenda's, February. And then April and then June. Mm-hmm. So it goes throughout the year. Um, but I just did happy hour. And uh, and this all just happened events. just like a happy accident? How, how did uh, Lisa, was... <laughs> Lisa Schaefer, the DJ, come I, to be? <laughs> I, was, I was dating someone that uh, got who had a... Uh, gig at Johnny Brenda's here and there and always wanted a monthly and we got a monthly together uh-huh. and now we have custody of our monthly uh-huh. it happens <laughs> some people have babies we have a DJ gig nice. and it works mm-hmm. it works and um, then I took it to another level because I really really loved it uh-huh. and it's become my own that's awesome thank you sweet so where can everyone find you Vinyl Chicky on Instagram. Oh, a new Instagram, Vinyl yeah, Chicky. I have a lot of Instagrams. But, um, <laughs> the, I think Vinyl Chicky is my favorite. So it's at Vinyl Chicky, C H I C K I E. All right. I will link it as well. Yeah. So it'll be easy for people to. And it's a silly name, but um, my dad, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. My dad um, used to tell my brother that if he sees a pretty girl, he should go up to her and say, hey, chick, you want to party? <laughs> and he was like, my brother was like probably in grade school when that happened. And it was mm-hmm. like a very endearing term. So um, I'm vinyl chicky. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I chose it. But chicky always made me laugh. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm definitely not a chick. 
<laughs> that's a chicken. That's a chicken. Um, so that's where people can find some music stuff. Where I can, can find it's everything having to do with records. Okay. Um, and music and quirky music nerd um, posts. And what about your lovely art? Where can they find photography? Yeah. Lisa Schaefer Photography on Instagram, Lisa Schaefer Photography on Facebook, and Skylerbug.com, which is my website. All right. I link all that up as well for everyone. Thank Go you follow very her. Much. Um, and if you're a musician, come out to the shoot. I'll link that also in Thank the show you. notes so there people will know about page. it. There is a Facebook event page. So that's new. Mm-hmm. I don't even think Facebook five years ago had event pages probably not no i love it in a way in a way well yeah like i don't i don't think i would be able to do what i'm doing without facebook oh you love the facebook event page well just facebook in general oh i love it too and instagram you know you have to ignore all the stuff that brings you down and you don't post about things that like you know are too personal because nobody wants to read that Mm -hmm. and you have to learn how to use it as a tool and if you use it as a tool, you can get very far in your business. Yeah. I feel very blessed because of it. I do as well. So thank you all that are paying attention out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we will wrap it up. Thank Sweet. you for coming to my kitchen to chat. Thank I really you for having it. me and considering me part of your inspirational yeah. uh, crew. For sure. I mean, from the, literally, I feel like from the, from the time I started taking pictures again, you were there, you were around, like I've been drawing inspiration from you since, since, since the (laughs) nineties. That was a long time ago. I know. MySpace was also a great place. I just have to say something. MySpace was the coolest music network more so than Facebook is. Mm-hmm. I miss. I used to, to love like how that you can have the music play oh. as soon as someone came to your page. And it was page. like your favorite song or like a song that you really wanted people to hear, and now you have to like post from YouTube and share a link that nobody sees. Nobody sees it. Yeah. Nobody cares. But like you didn't have a choice when you logged onto somebody's MySpace because you like heard that song, right? And you had three choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the best. It was the best. Hey, Facebook. <laughs> Zuckerberg. Yeah, get with the program. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to our silly conversation. And I will be back next week.